Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls and citizens of all ages. 7.59. We're in this thing a little early. Normally, power hour starts at 8, but we're a few seconds early. Today's Friday, September 15th. Power hour part of the morning show here on Planet Radio 106.7. Get on the air at 6. We go till 10, but from 8 until 9, we take a lot of the headlines and stories and viralness of the day, and I give it to you here inside the Power Hour. Don't forget, we got live video on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. If you want to watch along, Kevin, what's up? Brent, what's up? Good morning. Carl, what's happening, dude? Got to say thanks to the sponsors of the morning show, Acadiana Tire, 214 West Canal and Church Point. Your tires are getting slick. Go and see Big Hick. Also, Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill, the official restaurant of the morning show. And there's two locations now, Ducey and Lafayette, and Chemin Metairie in Youngsville. And then also, we got to say thanks to Motor City, 1111 North University in Lafayette. Need another vehicle? Go and see them. Or check out MotorCityLA.com. So thanks to the sponsors. Again, you want to talk about advertising? Send me an email, info at listentotheplanet.com. Seth, what's up? Good morning. Kevin says, how'd you like that voice message? It was pretty good, Kevin. Kevin wanted me to give a shout-out to Void of Lafayette, also Endure the Affliction, and Marcus Noel Sound Studios. Kevin said, that's, that's where you need to go if you need to lay something down. Marcus Noel Sound Studios. And also wanted to say good morning and what's happening to Ben Bodwe. Uh, Ben came by the Chris Logan Media Studio yesterday. Ben has his own podcast. And we were able to record an episode of Ben's podcast, which is called the Top Hand Podcast. You may want to check it out. We did an episode. He did an episode with me yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon. And I believe it's going to be coming out maybe in the next week or so. But check out his podcast. It's new. It's Top Hand Podcast. And while you're at it and you're podcasting, look for the Planet Power Hour. All the previous Power Hours are on your favorite podcast platforms. Spotify got the video. Apple and Google, they got audio. Just search for the Planet Power Hour with Chris Logan. You could actually check out some of the older content, too. Before we hit the radio and it just had the online station, the Planet, I was doing the Power Hour there and the morning show on the online station. And you can catch some of the older stuff, too. What else we got this morning? Did did I miss anything? Oh, yes, I did. This is important right here, too. So we got tickets to give away. Yesterday, we announced our winners for Lovers and The Post. Tonight at Rock and Bowl, we had five pair of tickets we gave away yesterday. Today, got to give away five pair of tickets for Spank the Monkey tomorrow night at Rock and Bowl. So congrats to Jacob Kramer, Stacey Vernon, Charles Sharma, Summer Levine, and Bryce LaCour. Those are our five winners. I'm going to be shooting you a text later today just with information and what you need to do. But thanks for registering for that. And then we still have one more contest coming up. And if you're into metal, got to check out Feed and Seed next Saturday. Heracleon, Void, Goat Whore, I Hate God, they will be in concert. Tickets are available to buy through Eventbrite. But if you want to win them, we'll have three pair to give away. Go to listentotheplanet.com. That is there. And then Sunday, during our metal show, 
Grindhouse with Ty, he's going to announce the three winners there. And then next week, we're going to have a new contest set up as Scotty Austin from Saving Abel will be at Sam's Place in Crowley. So we'll have some tickets for you to win to that show too. And a, a lot of great shows coming up. And I guess we're your concert authority, man. We got a lot of tickets for you and we got more, you know, more stuff coming up as well. Appreciate you being here more than you know, whether you're watching, whether you're listening. Tell someone about the station. Tell someone about the power hour, about the morning show. I had someone message me yesterday. And uh, his kid was in a class and he overheard somebody, uh, another parent who was part of the, the kid's class that he was going to said, hey man, came across the station. I got some great stuff from uh, rock from the 90s and 2000s. You remember Planet Radio, man, it's back. So, like, I mean, we're almost six months in, and, and still people are finding out about the station. So tell us what about the station today. 106.7 on the FM side. Listen to theplanet.com. Stream audio there. Maybe you do the audio thing. Uh, sorry, the app thing. Stream audio there. Search for Listen to the Planet App Store Google Play. 804 Power Hour underway here. Planet Radio 106.7. And I'm embarrassed. I think I told you yesterday or the day before I, that I am embarrassed with this year's fantasy football performance from myself. It's pretty embarrassing. It's embarrassing in my home league. Where am I in my home league? Oh, well, I'm 0-1, but I'm, I'm 7 out of 10. And then in our Planet Radio, Twin Peaks Fantasy Football League, I am dead last. But that's all right. It's, just, it's, it's week one, and that happens in week one. I've been over, and I took it from Joe Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase. I hesitated taking those LSU balls, and I did. And, boy, they, they got me week one. But they, they'll come back. I'm not trading Burrow, and I'm not trading Jamar Chase. They'll, they'll come back. But I'm dead last. Only scored 70 points. Embarrassing with, with Planet Radio Citizens, huh? Sure, they're laughing at me. We got a group text. And, and there's some smack talk. Chad, Daniel, Jamie, Alex, Kendall, Dwayne, Brandon, Jason, Phil. It's okay. We got, we got a lot more to play. But Twin Peaks, you know, you want to watch the game. Maybe it's college football on Saturdays or you know, Thursday nights. They got college football now. I'm sure there's something going on today at Twin Peaks. Or on Sunday, Monday night, the Saints play on Monday night against Carolina. Saints will be on the road. That is a 6-15 kickoff on Monday. Joey comments. Uh, uh, so Dan Daniel, he had signed up as Daniel, but uh, they call him Joey. And he goes, he comments on the Facebook Live, should play some Beck loser. Perfect for the feeling this week, LMAO. Good morning, Chris. See, Joey's rubbing it in. And that's all right. That's what fantasy football is about, and I deserve it. 70 points, dude. I don't think since I started playing fantasy in like 2001-ish, I don't think I ever scored 70 points in a week. That was embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but we move on. So Saints got a Monday night game. Don't have to worry about football. If you just want to watch random football, maybe you like the Cowboys or something like that. I feel for you. You might watch the Cowboys uh, this weekend, but the Saints play Monday night. Cajuns are on the road against UAB. That's a 6 o'clock kickoff for the Cajuns. And then Tigers, they're on the road against Mississippi State. 
It's going to be a breakfast tailgate, 11 o'clock kickoff for LSU. And then also wanted to give a shout-out to John Melvin University. They're in Crowley, an online university, but they're doing a lot of sports. They're rolling out a lot of sports, and they're doing great things at John Melvin University, the Millers. You can learn more at millers-athletics.com, but they will be on the road. Six o'clock kickoff tomorrow in Shreveport against Centenary College. So good luck to the Millers. I saw this today from KATC.com. New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival expanding their schedule. So if you like going to the Jazz Fest, there's going to be an extra day. (laughs) Kevin comments uh, on the live should play tump thumping because he may get knocked down, but he gets up again. That's what you got to do. Dude, you got to keep swinging. You get get knocked down. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Get up. You're like me. You scored 70 points in your fantasy football league last week. Get up. Do it. Let's do it again. (laughs) But coming back to the Jazz and Heritage Festival, an eighth day will happen in the 2024 lineup, creating two four-day weekends for the event. The 2024 dates are now Thursday, April 25th through Saturday, April 28th. And then Thursday, May 2nd through Sunday, May 5th. So they are adding an extra day, Jazz and Heritage Festival. I Did they announce anything? Um, did they announce any lineups yet? Not sure if they did. I may, I may uh, check their website or you can check their website later. But uh, more action coming to the Jazz Fest if you like that. Also saw this story as I was cruising our local news station websites this morning. This is from KATC.com. And just my opinion here, I, I, I really can't believe that they went with this story. Now, look, if you live around the downtown area, um, there was a water break near West Convent and St. John Street, which means a boil water advisory. And so the story on KATC.com, they interview this lady who lived downtown. Look, and I get it. I, I, I get it. It's... it's um. When a water breaks, something breaks, it's, it's inconvenient. But I guarantee you the municipality where this water line break happened, they probably didn't want it to happen too. Like this person that they interviewed, oh, I didn't get no warning or anything like that. That's what she was saying. I don't think the city of Lafayette also got a warning. I don't think the, uh, the water pipe said, uh, hey, Josh Guillory, it is 2.15 on Thursday. Uh, I am going to break at 2.45. I just wanted to give you a heads up. I, I don't think the pipe talked to Josh Guillory. Like, it's just one of, she's like, I don't know about doing my laundry. She said, go to worry about my laundry. I don't know if it's necessarily all that safe to wear. Will I have to rewash everything? I'm just trying to wash now. It just delays everything. Yeah, it's inconvenient. It's inconvenient for everybody, but it but it happens. Worry about my laundry. She was, uh, you know, getting bottled water. And it might be a couple days. And sometimes normally they, they don't last long depending, you know, so w- with the boil water advisory, I think they have to turn in the samples. And then normally 24 hours or so later, you know, it, it gets tested and then it, it's given a, given a go. She's probably not a Josh Guillory fan, so she was probably upset. 
Let's see. Watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it. What does a boil watery boil boil water advisory mean? Hmm? Let's just see. This is what it says. I mean, you don't have to mask up, right? You don't have to go get your COVID mask if they have a boil water advisory. It's inconvenient, but it's really not that bad. I mean, you're not going to see fish swimming in your in your uh, bathtub or anything like that. But this is from the CDC. So, look, dude, this is a real deal. It's science. we got to believe it. But it says, if your local health officials issue a boil water advisory, you should use boil water or boil tap water. This is because a boil water advisory means your community's water has or could have germs that can make you sick. So advisories may include information about preparing food, drinks, ice, dishwashing, hygiene, such as brushing teeth, bathing. So it says use bottled or boiled water to drink and prepare food. If bottled water is not available, it says bring water to a full rolling boil for one minute. Boil tap water, even if it's filtered, it says. Do not use water from any appliance connected to your water line. Uh, hand washing. Uh, it says, in many cases, you can use tap water and soap to wash hands during a boil water advisory. Scrub your hands for 20 seconds. Just pretend it's COVID. So bathing and showering, it says, be careful not to swallow any water when bathing or showering. So you can't you can do that during a boil water advisory. It's just more or less, you can't ingest it. You should boil. Then if you're showering during a boil water advisory, just don't open your mouth and gargle and spit it out. You're not, you're not going to want to do that. And then brush your teeth with some tap water. But look, but look that up. Yes, it's, it, it's inconvenient. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying is, you know, that lady was like, we didn't get a warning. No, the pipe didn't say, Josh Guillory, I'm going to bust at 245, man. Let your people know. If you're wondering what a pipe underground sounds like before it breaks, this is what it sounds like. Hey, y'all, I'm about to go. You better let everybody know this is about to happen. <laughs> A14 Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. Ball that water, bro, if, that, if, if you're around the downtown area. I think it affected like 9,000 people. It happens, yes. It, it's inconvenient, yes. Roll with the punches, bro. Just like me scoring 70 points uh, in fantasy football. I, I got I to I live with that, and I got to do better this week. Also, what, what do you think about this? This is our uh-uh story today, or one of our uh-uh stories. Cocaine is set to overtake oil to become Colombia's main export. Are we still in the war on drugs? No. Did that, did that work in the 80s? No. Crazy, right? Cocaine is set to become Colombia's main export. As production of the narcotic continues to expand as the government takes a more lenient policy regarding drugs, according to estimates by Bloomberg Economics. Oil exports posted a drop of 30% in the first half of the trend of the cocaine trade, has, and that has consistently risen, meaning the latter could be Colombia's number one export soon as this year. 
So 30% drop in oil exports, and they bring up cocaine as their number one trade. Let's get them electric vehicles, dude. Let's stop. Let's stop with the oil. Everybody's going to have to start making some money. It might be with the cocaine, all that, all that stuff we don't want is going to start being exported. We're going to have to do something. Biden don't want climate change. No oil. Break out the drugs. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's what's going to happen. I mean, imagine that, dude. Cocaine, country's number one export. Wow. What do you think about this? I saw this today. Employees want early access to wages, according to a survey. Look, and, and it's serious. I, I think I, I want to say I, I saw a story not that long ago, and it was either the upper 60s or like 70% of Americans were living paycheck to paycheck, and that is high. That's high. That, that's, no, that's no laughing matter there. And now, according to this I was reading from PR Newswire, 13% of employees want early access to their wages. So it says here nearly 34% of employees in America want access to their wages as they earn them rather than waiting for traditional payday. This was from the 2023 Getting Paid in America survey, and it was done by payroll.org during National Payroll Week. And this is an increase of 13% from, from the previous year's survey. So I'm sorry. So the headline said 13% more employees want early access. So that, that number's higher. It's actually 34% want. It's up 13%. So what some employees want is access to their paycheck before Abra. Can I put a little something on it? I got the phone bill coming up, dude. I got I got four people on the line. I got the family package, but it's still high. It's like three seventy five. It's due next week. I don't want a payday loan. Think I can put a little something on it, like that kind of stuff, you know? Man, I got uh, ain't got nothing in the checking account. It's almost like getting advance on your loan, but it's like how would that how how would that happen? Right? Maybe you get paid every week. Maybe you get paid every two weeks. To me, that would be a little difficult for employers. And I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing. I'm just kind of looking at it here with, with my Chris Logan glasses on. To me, that would be a little bit difficult. Like, how does that happen? Do you, like, is it set up a payment on a, uh, you get your paycheck on a debit card and you get to dip in when you want? I mean, it's 2023. There's probably some app or program or there's somebody that can code it to make it work. But to me, it would be a lot of, you'd have to oversee that. You know, let's say every two weeks, I don't know, dude, what do you make? Like uh, 1,500 bucks every two weeks. You make 1,500 bucks every two weeks. Government takes about, what, 400 of that. So you got 1,100. And then you got to pay your insurance. They might take that out, which... That every two weeks is what, like four hundred dollars. So what do you what are you stuck with every two weeks, dude? Like about six, seven hundred bucks, huh? Living in America. Bum, 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 bum. Well, that gross pays good, but that net, huh? After after we've been overdue, that that net'll get us. Oh yeah, bro. Make about sixty a year. When it's all said and done, make about twenty five. 
But I, I don't know if this would be a good thing or a bad thing. To me, it would be a lot for employers to follow. You know, people getting access to their wages as they go instead of getting a paycheck. I don't know, I don't know if that would be a good thing or a bad thing. And also, before we take a break, it's 819, listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. Yesterday, Hunter Biden was indicted on three federal firearm charges related to a 2018 gun purchase. So that move comes after a plea deal, which would have averted a criminal trial that fell apart in July. Remember all that happened? And prosecutors allege that Hunter lied twice when filling out paperwork when buying a Colt Cobra revolver, checking two boxes asserting he was not an active drug user. He faces a third charge for possessing a firearm as an active drug user. The first two counts each carry a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison, while the third carries a maximum of five. And under the previous deal, Hunter agreed to plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax violations while dropping the firearm charges if he avoided trouble for two years. So there's a lot going on with that. There's also a lot going on with what could be a Joe Biden um, impeachment. You know, like that's all going on. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and he was like, dude, if, if you know, Hunter's indicted, he might not, he might not able to you know, say anything when it comes to the impeachment, like, and it might help them that way. I mean, there's so much. But I mean, two things, you know, with, with Hunter, they want, they want, um, a better, better gun regulation. And I, and I, I get it. I'm, I'm not saying it should be the wild, wild west. I'm not saying that, but I mean, look at this. The president, the, the president's son lied and was able to purchase a gun. And then what? We're all supposed to pay our fair share, right? Let's all pay our fair share. Not Hunter. Tax evasion, dude. dude but seriously, who wants to pay taxes? I don't care if you make 14000 a year or $14 billion. Who wants to pay taxes, especially taxes that don't go to, to, to uh, really good things? I feel like I should play Oliver Anthony right now. Well, <laughs> uh, then also speaking of taxes, we're not going to jump into this, but you know these two things are big headlines. Uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky expected to be on Capitol Hill next week. As he is visiting Congress and debating, providing as much as $21 billion in military and humanitarian aid for Ukraine. Yes, my friends, I did say $21 billion with a B. So we're coming back with the second half. See, I'm not going to tell you how to think on that. You think how you want on that. We got our bro, you knew that segment. Dane says, who's drinking the shower water? I don't know, man. But, bro, you knew that today. Going to talk about kids, devices, and parents. Also talk about lying. Going to talk about feeling irritated. Going to talk about gas. We're going to talk about liars' butts coming up in the Did You Know segment. Also, jorts are officially back in style, huh? 
Subway now selling three-inch subs thanks to inflation. I want to read more about that. And what do you think's the most searched song lyric in the United States? What are people searching for? What are the lyrics that they want to know? What's number one may or may not surprise you. So that and more coming up in the second half of the Power Hour. Right here on Planet Radio 106.7. We're coming back in three minutes. Go nowhere. Uh, Princess, I thought that meant someone should get a sack of crawfish. Oh, that's the boil water advisory. Nope. That's, that's not what it means, dude. Uh, Dane, who drinks their shower water? Dude, I hope, I hope nobody. You know, but, and, and, and look, like, like I said, I, I get it. A boil water advisory is inconvenient. The broken pipes inconvenient for the municipality too. And when it comes to stuff like that, man, the electricity goes off, you know, like those little things that no one's given a heads up. Maybe your card didn't start this morning. Your card this morning didn't say, uh, by the way, Chris, I told you this at 11 o'clock last night. I'm not going to start tomorrow morning, and you're going to be very pissed off whenever you go to leave to work. Sorry. You, you, you don't get a heads up when your car you know, goes uh, doesn't want to start. You don't get a heads up with that blowout, although you may, you should check your tires, right? You should check your tires. But th- there's no heads up to the, the municipality either. And I bet you those dudes working didn't want to fight with a broken pipe. Get all wet and muddy, but it but it happens, man. But yeah, that lady was just complaining. I was like, "Good lord, why did y'all why did y'all air this?" You know. Uh, what else? Kevin says, "Okay, yeah, should play tub thumping. Get knocked down, you get up again." Yep. Uh, yeah. And then Joey says, "Play uh, Beck loser," because <laughs> I'm in last place. It it doesn't feel good. So in our in our fantasy league, if I can pull up my phone real quick, uh, we have time. Got about a minute. In our Planet Twin Peaks league, Alex is number one. Uh, oh, dude, this is an awesome name. I didn't realize that we had this name, Drew P. Balls. That's that is an awesome fantasy football name. Who is that? Oh, that's Kendall. It's Drew, like first name Drew, then capital P. Period. Balls. Drew P. Balls. That's awesome. The Who Dastards is in number is in third place. That's that's Joey. Jace's ingenuous team is number four. That's Jace. Uh, Chad Novocaine, who beat me, is number five. But but this is a, the bad part. Is I played Chad, and his team's name is Novocaine. He scored eighty one points last week, and I scored seventy. He got the win, though. Win is a win. Uh, full contact. Uh, who's full contact? I think that might be, I think that might be Brandon. Then Quick Learner, that's Jamie. Uh, Patasa Piss Frogs, that's Dwayne. Peaks of Greatness. Uh, who's Peaks of Greatness? Oh, that's Phil over at Twin Peaks. <laughs> and I'm last. All right, here we go. So welcome back to the Power Hour. It's Chris Logan coming to you live, Planet Radio 106.7, also live video on our Planet Radio Facebook page. So if you want to check out the video, you want to see the studio, you want to see my ugly mug, you want to see what I got hanging out on my uh, on my shelves, 
You can watch. Now, look, if, if you watch, I can't see if you're watching. So if you're haunt, don't worry about it. I won't see if you're watching. I can only see your name if you comment. But you can see my planet hat. I got a Joe Cool koozie. Got an 8x10 of John Travolta and Mickey Gilly from Urban Cowboy. Got a Mendez's cap on my shelf back there. Got a bottle of Rare Stash, number one. Uh, Dustin Saunier. Dustin Saunier. Dustin Poirier's bourbon whiskey. I got a bottle of Blanton's that I still have a little bit left. What else I got? I got that Planet Radio uh, tumbler. Got all that on the back. Then I got old glory flying on the side of me too. Got that American flag. And people that come to the studio, like Ben came yesterday. Remember, like Seth came one time. A few other people you know, came by the Chris Logan Media Studio. And then they come into my podcast studio, which is where I do the show. So I got this little three-room office. I got an office office. I got another uh, production room where I have a computer where I, I can do commercials and audio production. And that's where the planet radio computer, the, mu the music, all that stuff is there. Then I have a podcast studio because I, I produce podcasts for people uh, and also use this room for myself and I do the show from here. But I'm just in the corner and everybody, when they come by, like, dude, you use, that's just the corner where you are when you do the power hour. And I'm like, yeah. Kind of weirds people out. Like, oh, dude, that American flag, is that small? I thought it was bigger. So it says, love going over there. It's like the Church Point Batcave. Oh, I'm tucked away, dude. I'm tucked away. <laughs> but let's get on with the power hour. Got our bruh, you knew that segment to get to, which is our did you know. Check this out. Did you know parents spend more time on their electronic devices than they do with their children? Huh? Stop scrolling and help little Mallory with her homework. She needs it, dude. Stop scrolling and go outside and teach Oliver how to swing a bat. According to new research, three out of five American parents admit to it. On average, moms and dads spend nearly five hours a day on electronic devices. Sadly, they spend less than four hours on meaningful activities with their kids. That's according to the survey of 2,000 U.S. parents. Get out there, dude. Show little Greta how to bake some biscuits. Huh? Get outside with Liam and show him how, show him how to cut the grass, dude. Show, show him how to wash the car. Get off the phone, dude. Stop scrolling. Spend some time with the kiddos. Because it passed by fast, believe me. Now, am I holier than thou mentioning that? Absolutely not, dude. I scroll too. I need to stop. Steven says TikTok is cancer. It's bad. That social media will bring you in, dog. Bring you in and not let you go. What was it the other day we talked about going down the rabbit hole? That rabbit hole will get you. YouTube, social media, just scroll it. It's, it, it's addictive. It really is. I find myself sometimes during the day trying to do work, and I grab my phone maybe to check an email or to do something. I, I do some social media management uh, as part of Chris Logan Media, some of what I do. I offer this text messaging platform. I, I produce podcasts. I, I do a lot of different things at Chris Logan Media along with Planet Radio 106.7, which is part of Acadiana Broadcasting Group. I'm just lucky I get to run everything from my studio here. But, you know, sometimes I find myself 
just looking at social media, pulling up TikTok, pulling up Facebook, whatever it is, and they're just getting caught. Then I'll, I'll look down, and then like two hours have passed. Like, dude, you, you got to stop. <laughs> Might not be two hours, but you know what I'm saying. And what about this? Bruh, you knew that? Stop stretching the truth. It could be making you sick. Fellas, check this out. This is from D, uh, BMW Financial Services. Men tell an average of three lies a day, which is 1,092 lies a year. Lying is a sign of a weak, fearful, insecure man, says dating experts. And even more, a recent Notre Dame study found that both your mental and physical health improve when you stop lying to other people. Stop fibbing. It's going to make you, make you feel better. Also, bro, you knew this. If you're feeling angry, you're not alone. I didn't know this. This is higher than I thought. The average person gets irritated 30 times a day. What about for you? You less or you're more than getting irritated 30 times a day? Maybe you work, uh, you work with the public. You know, maybe you got to deal with people at that irritation level. You probably had a zero. That's 300. But I didn't know that. The average person gets irritated 30 times a day. Bro, you knew this? Have you ever let out a good belch after eating? We all have. Carl comments, you get uh, irritated more than that just driving down Ambassador Caffrey. But WebMD says burping may not be the picture of politeness in American society, but in some cultures, a hearty belch shows appreciation for a good meal. Imagine doing that, dude. Somebody invites you over for dinner. They cooked a little rice and gravy, man. They made the, you know, did a little smothered chicken, a little sticky chicken, maybe. Hey, y'all come eat. And then you end up going. No, it's a good little meal. You all sat down. Maybe you all watching LSU or something like that. And after you're done, you just kind of lean back in your chair and just. And that's a compliment. In some cultures, you belch or burp. That is appreciation for a good meal. Boy, that was good. Thanks for inviting us over. In either case, burping a few times after eating is normal. It's the body's way of freeing the air that you've swallowed. So it might come out from the top, might come out from the bottom. Got to come out, though, either way. But it can be a good thing. What about this, bro? You knew that liars have big butts? And I'm not talking about the double T butts. I'm talking about the one T butts. This is from Cosmopolitan. It says, listen for phrases like this. If someone says, or when, when they start talking to you and they say, I know you'll think this is strange, but. Or if they say, you're not going to believe this, but. You hear some phrases like that? Chances are whatever comes next is a lie. I mean, look, I know you think this is strange, but I'm a billionaire. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. 
See, that's a lie. I'm, I'm a hundred air. You're not going to believe this, but you got to watch those, those phrases. That's our bro. You knew that. Our did you know segment of the Power Hour. Appreciate you being here. 835, 75 degrees. Planet Radio 106.7, the best rock on the planet. Again, I'm Chris Logan. Morning show from 6 until 10. But from 8 until 9, we go in. Little talk segment, little podcast segment. Where we talk about a lot of the headlines and stories, what's trending for the day. And it could it, 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 it be a lot of different things. There, some days we have uh-uh stories. Some days we don't. Some days we have that's messed up stories. Some days we don't. Some days we talk a little bit more about sports. Just depending, some days we don't. Some days a few political headlines. Some days not as many. Now today we had Hunter Biden getting indicted. You know, Zelensky wants another $21 billion. You know, just stuff like that. But I do the work for you every morning, and I, and I get I get some of the top headlines, and then we talk about them here. This one right here might have you excited. I'm not sure. Jorts are back in style, man. Rejoice. With a nice knee-high sock. Also with a nice, you know, maybe, maybe a nice white pair of New Balance. But with a little green around the sole, because you used it to you use them to cut the grass. You know, you got that nice hint of green on those new balances, too. That's what you need, boy. And a um, cutoff shirt. And not one that you bought, like not like not sleeveless, like cut off that, that you you did it yourself. I mean, that's just the ultimate. Cut off shirt, manually cut off, pair of jorts. Knee-high socks and some nice new balances or sketchers. Or you really want to go in, cut off shirt, jorts, no socks, and you rock some Crocs. Huh? I mean, dude, I mean, is there any is there any better Saturday? But jorts are officially cool again. Gen Z is obsessed with them. And according to this, you're not just talking about cutoffs. They like the long, baggy jean shorts, kind that, you know, maybe Pops bought at Walmart. And But right now, I'm thinking about it. We're the 40-year-olds. We're the Pops now, 30s, 40s, you know, 50s, whatever you are. Or that, that's us. But, I mean, you know, you know the shorts I'm talking about. The Carpenter shorts that they still have that and that this was popular in the 2000s remember that the carpenter's jeans the carpet carpenter pants that you wore and it had the little pocket down on the side and then it had the little i don't know what you call it a little piece that if you were a carpenter you'd put your hammer in there it had that little loop those are in so if you still got some in the drawer in the closet pull them out you're going to be cool again 90s fashion coming back. TikTok full of videos on how to incorporate these jorts into, into outfits. Also, the cargo pants jorts are acceptable again as well. Those are the, the pants we used to have in the early 2000s. The cargo pants, cargo shorts. If you never put those away, keep on rocking them. You're back in style. And you could put a, you remember back in the day, you could put a lot in those pockets too, man. You could put a phone, you could put your wallet in there. 
your keys. If you had snacks, that could go in there too. You might add a bag of chips in the left. You could put a can in the right. Those pockets on the cargo shorts and pants were big. Had a lot of room in that thing. So if you have that in your closet and you got young kids, they might want to steal it from you. Remember, uh, ladies, whenever you know the the big '90s mom jeans were in, and then recently that kind of came into style too. Not sure if it's still in style, but for a while, what a couple of so years ago, that was back in style. Those 90s Levi's that you were wearing in the 90s, those got hip again. Now, there we go with the dudes. Jorts, cargo pants, those jean carpenter shorts. They're all coming back. So if your kid asks for that, give them that and give them the braided belt from the 90s. You're going to be cool as hell. Also, this, uh, real quick, too, this is a headline about 13,000 workers going on strike for better wages and benefits from Detroit's three automakers. And these 13,000 workers went on strike today after their leaders couldn't bridge a giant gap between union demands and contract talks and what Detroit's three automakers are willing to pay. So how is that going to affect the production of vehicles? I'm not quite sure. How quick will they come to an agreement? As quick as UPS, UPS people got paid, bro. I'll wear those little tight shorts making the money that some of them make. Them little brown tight shorts with them little brown socks and their little little brown shoes. What can brown do for you? Get you paid. That's what it can do. (laughs) Also saw this Subway's now selling three-inch subs thanks to inflation. Ah, but the economy's doing well. Dude, the economy's not doing well when Subway's selling three-inch subs. And, and, but we see that a lot. I feel like I should play Oliver Anthony in the background while we're talking about this. But, I mean, let, let's just, let's talk about it. You know, how many times you purchase something and whatever you purchase, maybe it's a food product and, and you get less. The price goes up and you get less. You get less stuff. Years back, you used to joke around about the air in the chip bags. Now, dude, there's so much space in there. You can fit three more bags of chips in one bag of chips. And they're $6.49. Well, kind of, I got Oliver Anthony going on in, in my head right now. But three-inch subs. It's only in Pakistan, though. Oh, see, they got me in this story. I didn't read it. It was one that I didn't read. Now they got me. I'm sorry. I still got Oliver Anthony in my head, though. Not coming in the U.S. just yet. But inflation in Pakistan is at almost 30%. It's called the mini didn't they have a mini a while back that was in the in the kids, the kids meal at Subway? And they would take the six inch and they would cut it, cut it in half. And like lately, and I go to you know, different places all the time. And sometimes I'll go to Subway and I've been getting me uh, one of the Italian sandwiches. I forgot what they call it because uh, they changed the names of all the sandwiches. 
And I told you I like Sopranos a lot. So I, I kind of feel very gangster when I go to uh, Subway now and order that Italian sandwich because it has that gabagool on there. Like I feel like Tony Soprano every time I get it. Put a little peppers, little peppers on there, then that, that vinaigrette with that gabagool, pretty good. But three-inch. Uh, also, this story says Jersey Mike's already sells a mini. That one's five inches. But three inches, that, I mean, that's a few bites. But it's Subway Pakistan's not here. I'm sorry. I didn't read the story. I saw the headline, and they got me. Dude, that was clickbait. I fell for it. Straight up. Also, what's the most searched song lyric in the United States? Do you find yourself searching for song lyrics sometimes? Did you search for song lyrics after... Um, What's my age again went viral not that long ago. We had talked about it on the morning show. That was a few months back. I always thought it was I walk alone to get the feeling right, but it's not. That went viral on TikTok. It's I wore cologne to get the feeling right. I'm like, nah, man, that's not it. And then look it up officially. I wore cologne to get the feeling right. So there's probably some songs, and it might be rock, rap, country, whatever. And you look up the lyrics, and some of the lyrics are wrong sometimes, depending on where you go, depending on what kind of bootleg site you go to check out lyrics. Some of them are right, some of them are wrong. But I'll find myself from time to time doing that too, especially after that happened with Blink-182. Now, Oleander, I, I walk alone. Wait a minute, is it I walk alone or is it I work alone? And that is I walk alone. But what have you been searching for with, with song lyrics? Top 10 list, number 10. <laughs> Toxic by Britney Spears. Nope, haven't searched that one. Uh, number nine, Love Story by Taylor Swift. No. Number eight, Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin. Number seven, people are searching for Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Number six, Don McLean's American Pie. Took the Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry, right? Is that, is that right, or is, am I wrong there? Dolly Parton, Jolene is number five. Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Can't sing. Number four, Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. Number three, Eminem is Lose Yourself. Dun, dun, dun. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> Number two, Eagles Hotel California. That's a long one, dude. That's like, uh, that's probably three pages of lyrics. On a dark desert highway. And number one, the most searched song lyric. <laughs> Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. Scatamoosh. Say all kind of stuff in that in that song. That's number one that people are searching for. Stephen comments and he says, "Remember getting the lyrics in the CD? Yeah, we got the lyrics in the CD. Uh, back in the day, you got the lyrics in the cassette as well. You open that up, it was like a trifold uh, cassette cover, and you open it up, folded, 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 and then that was all the lyrics. It was so small, you needed a magnifying glass." 
Like, oh, that's what Bon Jovi was saying. You had to go get your, uh, your dad's magnifying glass. Halfway there, living on a prayer. Okay. All right. I see you, Bon Jovi. Huh? You're like eight. Didn't know what none of that meant. Then there was those little innuendos. She had uh, appetite for destruction. You know, you didn't know what none of that meant, but you looked. Oh, bro. Yeah. Axel Rose is going hard on Welcome to the Jungle. Huh? <laughs> and then I think from time to time, well, we had that on albums as well, right? You bought the big album, the big 33, the big vinyl LP, and you took it out. You know, remember the Michael Jackson Thriller album? You opened that sucker up, and he was on one elbow with that little tiger? You know, back in the 80s, if you were doing R&B, that's what your album cover was. You're, on, you're laying down on one elbow, and you might have had some kind of exotic animal with you. But if you pulled out the record, the record, the, the big album was in a jacket. And it might have been a white one, or it might have been a full jacket, and they had the lyrics of some of the songs there, too. But you, had, I mean, like you had, but you had to purchase whatever music you wanted. You couldn't just go to the internet and look back in the day. Back in the day, we sang a lot of the wrong lyrics because we just didn't know. Not everything had lyrics to them, and we didn't have lyrics.com to go and look it up. Let, let's look that up real quick. We have time. Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Lyrics. And all, all the stuff where, where in the beginning of the song, where Freddie Mercury's singing, you can understand that, but it's when it starts rocking, right? I see a little silhouette of a man, Scaramouche, and they spell it S-C-A-R-A-M-O-U-C-H-E. Will you do the Fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. Galileo. And like Figaro, Magnifico. And, but I mean, there's just some of the lyrics to that song. It's, it's very, very different. Do you watch the Queen movie? What was it? It was Bohemian Rhapsody, right? About Queen. It's pretty good. You saw a lot of that uh, being done. Music and homework. Let your kids listen to music while, while they're doing homework. If your kid listens to music while he or she is doing their homework, says not to worry. Listening to music and any music at a low volume while students do homework has a positive impact, especially on math retention. Maybe I should have listened to some music back in the day. Because I'm not good at math. Not good at English. My daughter the other day said something about a subject in the sentence, and I acted like I knew, but I really didn't. So can you believe so-and-so asked, what's the subject in a sentence? I was like, how they didn't know. And my brain was going, dude, what is a subject in the sentence? Is that a verb, a noun? What is that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just talk. And I don't do that great of a job with it. Took Spanish two years at Church Point High School back in the 90s. I think that was uh, Spanish one, Spanish two. That would have been... Probably 90, 91, 92, I guess. Did I have Spanish too my senior year? Senior year, we went to school half a day. 
Um, so might have been might have been sophomore junior year. Two years. Can't speak a lick, dude. Can't speak a lick. Funny story, though. I'll give you a funny story. In our uh, Spanish, I think it might have been our Spanish two class. I was, we were kind of canai back in the day. But our teacher, she was out on maternity leave. She had a baby, so we had a substitute. And me and a buddy of mine, we, we sat uh, close together towards the back of the class. <laughs> you can say, Chris Logan, you're dumb. But look, so th- this really happened, seriously. Funny story. And there was going to be a, a Spanish party coming up. I don't know what it was. They're going to do a party for something. And so in the back of the class, on top of the filing cabinet, there was a, a small pinata, and that was going to be busted at this Spanish party that we were having. I think it was towards the end of the year, and there was candy in it. So almost every day, me and a buddy of mine, we take a little bit of candy like every day, not really realizing how much we were taking. And we took so much, there was barely any candy in the pinata when it, when it came time for the party. And then the real teacher ended up coming back. And it was time for the party, and she was like going to get the pinata ready, and there was nothing in it. And she was P.O., dude. She was mad. To this day, I don't think she knew it was us. But she liked me. She liked me. I, I, got, I got good grades. I might have been able to, to maybe talk my way out of that one. But I don't think to this day she knows that it was me and a buddy of mine. We took all the candy out the pinata. <laughs> it was time for the party. <laughs> and there was nothing. 852. Rascal, dude. That's what you call rascal. Uh, we got more coming up. One hour left inside the show. Live next hour. Creed, Oleander, Nirvana. Uh, we got Eve 6, Soundgarden. What else we got coming up? Lincoln Park next hour, too. So one hour left inside the morning show. Also, real quick, <laughs> Brent comments, now she knows. <laughs> I don't know. She still may be a teacher. And I talk to her and I smile to her every time we see her. In the back of my head, it's like, Boy, you don't know I stole all that candy out the pinata. You wouldn't be talking to me right now. <laughs> so one hour left coming up in the show. Uh, and don't forget, real quick, wanted to mention our weekend shows tomorrow morning, 90s Rock Rewind. Uh, not sure where we're going back tomorrow, but that show is hosted by me, 10 o'clock every Saturday morning, thanks to Cajun Coding and Bryce Godwin, the Louisiana car guy, a picky year from the 90s. Look at the alternative rock chart, and we count down the top 10, 11, 12 songs. It's a very cool show. Tomorrow night, Saturdays with Hunter DeBlanc, our pop punk show. It's a big one. Hunter has yellow card. He will be interviewing on the show tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Thanks to J.P. Boudreaux, the roofing specialist at VE Roofing. Then on Sunday, we got the Hangover Cafe from 10 until noon with Nick. That's powered by Pizza Village, both locations, Moss Street and also Collie Saloon. 10 until noon, the Hangover Cafe. Then tomorrow night, Seth has the Loud Hour, our local rock show, powered by J.P. Boudreaux with V.E. Roofing, the roofing specialist. And then 8 o'clock Sunday night, and every Sunday night, it's the Grindhouse. That's our metal show with Ty, and that's all powered by Dulos Tattoo. So we got a lot of cool shows for you on the weekend here on Planet Radio.